Vaccine development is a long, complex process, often taking at least a decade before a product can be distributed for public use. That is why, in early December of 2020, less than a year into the COVID-19 pandemic, the UK shocked the world by greenlighting a vaccine made by drug giant Pfizer along with German biotech firm BioNTech, the first fully tested immunization to be approved for emergency use. Other vaccine variants by other firms like Moderna and AstraZeneca were also introduced soon after, all of which had clinical trials showing very promising degrees of efficacy. While some marvel at this historic scientific feat, others were skeptical with lingering questions in mind. What shortcuts were taken to have this approved so quickly? Is this government propaganda? Ultimately, is the vaccine safe? In a recent survey conducted by Gallup, more than 50% of the respondents from Russia, Poland, and Jordan do not agree to receive the vaccine even if it's made available free of cost. Based on the results, the survey estimates that more than 1 billion people of the 7.6 billion worldwide would not get vaccinated. It is not surprising that even though it's been half a year since the first vaccine was approved, we seem to be nowhere close to claiming victory against COVID-19. Vaccine is not the solution. Vaccination is. According to the World Health Organization, side effects like low-grade fever or muscle aches are normal and not a cause for alarm. They are signs that the body's immune system is responding to the vaccine. These side effects usually go away on their own after a few days. Less common side effects reported for some COVID-19 vaccines have included severe allergic reactions such as anaphylaxis. However, this reaction is extremely rare and often inappropriately exaggerated in social media. The possible side effects of vaccination pale in comparison to what could happen when a person actually contracts the virus one of which includes the possibility of death. Still, some people argue that they feel fine and so they don't see the immediate need of getting inoculated. The problem with this mindset, however, is that you continue to put people around you at risk and this further delays our war against this virus unnecessarily. Get vaccinated and be a lifesaver. everyone and welcome to the 36th episode of Banana Q Podcast. 36 is a special number because it's three dozens. <laughs> what? What's so special about that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Nothing is special about 36, but this episode is indeed special because it's a response to a request by a listener. Yeah, one of our cuties. So actually, um, what happened was I posted an Instagram post that I had gotten vaccinated. Maybe I could read the caption just so people can sure. feel. <laughs> so I said, got vaccinated today in Hong Kong. 30 years old and up can already sign up for free vaccines. I chose the Pfizer one. I'm scared of needles and I've actually fainted after a blood test before. But I signed up because it's my social duty. We're not getting over this pandemic unless majority of the population is vaccinated. And I don't know about you, but I've definitely had it with COVID. 
So this was a caption for a picture of me burying my shoulder <laughs> with a with a round band aid, you know, where the needle your battle went scar. In. Yeah, mm. and then our cutie is actually a table for two, please, whom some of you may know because we actually interviewed them in mm. one of our episodes. A table for two, please said, "Can you create a banana cube podcast episode on this?" Hey <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I responded, good idea. Sige, we will make one after the second shot. And well, I got my second shot last May 7, and that is why your wish, our command. <laughs> <laughs> That's how nice we are, guys. Yes. <laughs> so first of all, you mentioned that you signed up for this, right? So it's not actually you got an email or you got invited. You actually signed up. For you to get vaccinated. Is my understanding correct? Yes, that's right. It's not like somebody was forcing us to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it's actually free, but mm. it wasn't like, you know, you're required to do it. What happened was um, one of my expat friends asked in our group chat if we were going to sign up for the vaccine. Mm. So I didn't know at that point that, you know, because in other countries, usually it's still for old people, right? Like it's either mm. you're working for the health industry. Yeah. It's still in prioritization. Yes, exactly. So I didn't expect that it would be available that soon for my age group. I'm obviously 21 years old. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 No, so I'm obviously above 30 years old. But then like, um, so when one of my expert friends mentioned it, she said that the government had opened up the vaccines to Hong Kong residents age 30 and above. So by resident, this is not just for citizens and PRs or what's PR again? Permanent residents. Yes, not not just for permanent residents, but anyone who is living in Hong Kong with a Hong Kong ID. So that includes me. When she said this, I immediately signed up for the COVID BioNTech vaccine, which was one of the two options. The other one is Sinovac. Mm. So the reason why I chose this is because this is one of the available COVID vaccines with the highest efficacy. I think it's over 90%. Mm. Whereas Sinovac is a a bit lower. I I can't remember what it is. I think it's around 60% efficacy. Mm. Though I think it's still a good option to have. If you really don't have another option, it is still a better option than not getting vaccinated at all. But anyway, since I have the better option, then why not, right? Then it's free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So you you actually had the option which vaccine to choose. Well, was there any indication that if you choose Pfizer BioNTech, it will be how many days or how many months of waiting time versus if it were Sinovac, it will be quicker? Or was there any indication? They didn't mention. They just had different links. Mm. And then if you click on a specific link, uh, there yeah. are available dates. Ah, gotcha. So for mine, I think I knew about this on March 16. I originally signed up for, I think it was two weeks later. But then there was some kind of issue that happened. I think the whole batch of the BioNTech COVID vaccine package was contaminated or something like that. So eh? so they weren't sure. I mean, I mm. eventually they re, they investigated it and there was no impact, but they mm. were just being very sure. I because see. I think for these COVID vaccines, they need to be refrigerated properly or something like that. Yes. So they just were being cautious. So because of that, they put it on hold just to be on the safe side. So when that happened, my original date, I got a text saying that, you know, they were putting it on hold. And then shortly after that, when they got a new batch, they immediately texted me with the dates. I mean, I didn't even need to reschedule. 
they gave mm. me the schedule for me. I see, I see. And for example, you cannot go on those days, right? You can still reschedule. And how many weeks or months was it postponed to? It was just maybe two weeks, I think. Gotcha. Because I found out about this on March 16. I eventually got my vaccine on April 15. Interesting. And now... I want to know, going to the day that you were mm-hmm. going to get vaccinated, were there specific instructions for you to do before you get vaccinated? Maybe not eat breakfast before <laughs> getting vaccine or drink plenty of water, drink ginkgo biloba or multivitamins. Is it ginkgo biloba for like brain or something? Like what is I, that? I don't know. Like? It's just <laughs> a random thing that came to my mind. To prepare yourself for the first dose of vaccine, Were there guidelines that you need to do? The guideline on the website, if I remember correctly, is that you should consult with your doctor in case you had diseases or you were taking medications, that sort of thing, right? So this is for especially for older people. So if you are taking any of those or you have some kind of, you have a health issue, for example, then you should check with your doctor as to which vaccine you could take because I believe there are certain, I don't know which kind of issue then you cannot take a specific vaccine mm. or something or maybe yeah, you're allergic maybe. to something so they they tell you to consult with a the doctor there was a term for that comorbidity right they're, yeah they're conscious of the fact that if you have pre-existing diseases and you get this type of vaccine it may counteract or it may worsen your existing uh, condition yes so. And aside from that, they're also concerned with the medication because it might interact with something in the vaccine, right? Mm. Or if you're allergic to something, they ask you to tell them. And because I don't really have anything, I do not take any medicines, Mm. I'm healthy overall, so I was fine to proceed with whatever vaccine I wanted. Gotcha. I always get that questionnaire whenever I go to a clinic and I always tick the sign, I've had asthma before when I was a kid, and that's it. Like, I don't have anything else. Yeah, maybe for that, you could check, is there a Mm. vaccine that is not good for people with asthma or something? Mm. In the Philippines, uh, my friend's parents just took their Sinovac vaccine. She sent this picture of them. Mm. They were filling out forms. Like, why do they look like they're in school? Because they're sitting (laughs) on desk chairs, you know? Uh (laughs) <laughs> and then sitting far away from each other like they're go- going to have an exam. <laughs> exam. <laughs> okay. And then she said they were filling out forms about what medicines they were taking. So mm. I-, I think it's the same thing anywhere, really. They're just very cautious. Gotcha. And if you're escorting somebody older and probably cannot memorize all of the treatments or medications they're taking, maybe bring in visual aids, maybe pictures of... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, take a picture, right? It's pretty easy to take pictures nowadays with your smartphone. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you're right. That's a yeah, good point. But but that is that is a very big risk indeed. If you forget to mention maybe an allergy that you may have, mm-hmm. and then you know it's it's quite risky. So that is a very important point. Why don't you walk us through your day of taking the vaccine? How did it go? Yeah, so I booked the time slot 10 a.m. I picked this hospital, which is a bit near my area. Because what happened was the website actually gives you options. They ask you like, okay, where do you live? Like district, mm. thinking of Singapore terms, series, for example, you put it there. And then they mm. will give you options which are near you, could be as far as stampiness or something. But mm. for me, I had I think only two options, really. The one that was nearest me was actually already filled up very early. Mm. Maybe it's because I live in a busy area, quite central. 
So I had to choose the second nearest one, which is still okay. So it was a hospital called St. Paul's Hospital. And then, so I went there before 10. So even before 10, they already let me in. Mm. And what they needed was just for me to present my Hong Kong ID and the text message that I received from them. So Mm. the night before that, I received a message reminding me that, oh, you have a vaccine tomorrow and, and, you know, the details and all that. So I had to present that and I had to look at it and to compare it to my Hong Kong ID. If I was really the same person and not, you know, whoever. After that, they ushered like a bunch of us and then we got into a room with uh, other people being vaccinated. There was a briefing. I noticed though in my first session that there were a lot of Filipinos and foreigners in the room and there were a few Chinese or locals. I don't know if that was just like a sample <laughs> just <laughs> happened to be on that day or whatever. But at that time, actually, you know, a lot of Hong Kongers were actually afraid to take the vaccine. Mm. And that is the reason why the age eligibility was lowered earlier compared to other countries. So it's like, you know, if you don't want it, then we're just going to give it to others who want it. Yeah. I mean, why put to waste? And it takes a lot of money to actually preserve these vaccines. So yeah, the best way to, to maximize it is to give it to somebody. Probably Hong Kong is one of the earliest countries to, to do that. And even Japan, like I'm still waiting for our vaccination and it keeps getting pushed oh. further and further away. The latest estimate was July. Oh, or, okay. Yeah. Well, let's just hope that, you know, eventually <laughs> you get yeah. it, right? Like, if only there was a way for you to just take the vaccines from the Hong Kongers here, right? Yeah. If they don't want it, I want it. <laughs> for me personally, I think it's just a waste. They don't realize their privilege, right? Like, for example, mm. not just in Hong Kong, like in the US, I read a lot of people are afraid to take vaccines in the US as well. So the people in Canada, where they have a severe lack of vaccines, they're going through vaccine tourism. So they actually travel to U.S. just to be able to take the vaccine. Wow. I wish there was a way that they could just do that because I know that when I posted my vaccine post, right, um, a lot of Filipino friends said, oh, I wish I could get a vaccine in the Philippines too because it's difficult. Mm. And they keep saying, sana all. Sana all. (laughs) Yes, sana all. There are a lot of things that are very good in Hong Kong right now. One is you get a vaccine really, really early. And the second one is you have a national ID. You don't have to bring two valid IDs. Yes. So if this was in the Philippines, uh, you'd have to bring two valid IDs, maybe an SSS ID. What else is a valid ID? Passport. Postal ID, right? Driver's license, probably. And it's hard to get IDs right now because of the COVID situation. Yes, that is true. But yeah, so sorry, it was just random musings. So now you're waiting in a hall with uh, other people who who are getting the vaccine at the same timing. Were you allowed to talk? Yeah, I I don't think it was a library. (laughs) (laughs) But there was someone who stood in front of us and like explained what was about to happen, both in Cantonese and in English. And then uh, she said that if you had any questions about the BioNTech COVID vaccine, uh, you know, we could ask her. And there was a Filipina sitting beside me who asked like, until when it would be effective? And I don't think she understood the question. So I rephrased it for my seatmate. I don't know, I was being very (laughs) helpful. So I said, you know, she wants to know when do we need to get another vaccine? Because, you know, if this dose, when does it wear off? Essentially, right? Mm. I think that was her question. And then the nurse said that there was still no answer to that yet, actually. Mm. I read up on it later on. And they are thinking that there is a possibility that we might need to get a third shot 
so to speak, in mm. six months or maybe a year. At this point, they don't know when yet. And mm. there's even rumors that it might even be like a yearly thing, you know, like the flu shot. Mm. But we don't know that yet. And then there was an old man sitting behind me and he thought that, oh, I'm asking all the questions. So he asked me to ask if they were giving us snacks afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That is a very valid question. <laughs> I said, no, I don't think so. <laughs> it's it's like you donating blood, right? You yeah. give you snacks right after. But in this case, you are getting free vaccines. I think free snacks is... <laughs> no, yeah, definitely not. You were also not told to fast or anything like that. There's actually no preparation involved. Just make sure, you know, if you have comorbidities and all these things and other medicines that you know which one you should take, basically. That's all. I've read somewhere that it's part of your own risk as well because if you have adverse side effects, I don't think you can sue Pfizer BioNTech in and I don't or, think so. any claim. So you really have to do your own due diligence, like know your stuff, what medications you're in, so to avoid any adverse side effects. Yes, exactly. Mm. I read some news that there were people who went to the wrong vaccination center. Like they were supposed to mm. take, for example, BioNTech and they went to the uh, to the wrong one for the Sinotech and they were injected with the wrong vaccine. I don't know if anything happened to them. There was no follow-up to that. But after that, I think they were even more stringent in reading your text message. Mm. And then when you get there, they also ask you, do you know which vaccine you are taking? I think that was mm. because of what happened. Yeah, that's a better question rather than just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So after that, they asked us to file. I think they separated it by men and women. And then it was my turn. The nurse. I think it was a nurse. Why? How do you know? I don't, I don't know. I didn't ask her. Are you a nurse or a doctor? I mean, that seems very irrelevant. <laughs> well, was the person wearing a stethoscope by, uh, by his collar? I didn't notice. Was oh, there gosh. a stethoscope around his neck? I think Sherlock no? would be very disappointed in me because I, I didn't really, you know, observe very well. I'm going to assume it was a nurse, right? So the nurse just asked me to present my Hong Kong ID. And then she asked me, as I said earlier, she asked me if I knew which vaccine I was taking. So mm. I replied, obviously, that it was the BioNTech COVID vaccine. And then she asked me which arm I want to put it on. And mm. then I gave my left arm. Because you're a righty. Yes, I gave my left arm because I had already read beforehand that, you know, you could get a sore arm after this is mm. one of the possible side effects. And then what she did was she well, she wiped the injection spot with a cotton ball soaked with alcohol, which is typical, right? And mm. then I, because I already mentioned earlier, I'm afraid of needles. <laughs> <laughs> like I actually uh -huh. fainted before, but it was a blood mm. test, so completely different. But still, that that just mm. tells you how afraid I am. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> so I took a deep breath and closed my eyes because that's what I usually do. <laughs> okay. If maybe if I was religious or something, I would like you know make the sign of the cross and. <laughs> Anyway, when she did, she just stuck the needle in. And then I was surprised that actually it hardly even hurt. Okay. I think the needle was very small. Mm. Uh, it was like an um, ant bite, something like that. Yeah. They always say that. It's just an ant bite. 
That's that's <laughs> what my parents told me whenever I got injections when I was a kid. No, but some don't. So they say that, but it's not true. But this one, it really is. And okay. you know, some vaccines. You know how they feel while they're flowing into your bloodstream, right? They feel like it's burning, like you feel mm-hmm. it literally going into your veins. This one didn't have that feeling at all. Gotcha. Interesting. Immediately, there's no side effect at that specific moment. So mm. after that, the usual thing, right? She puts a cotton ball against the area, and then she put a round band-aid on my you know mm. the, the place where she stuck the your needle. battle scar yes my battle scar and then after that she as she wrote the time that it was done on the sticker and then she told me that I needed to go to another room and that I needed to stay there for 15 minutes mm. yeah so that's why she wrote my time so that you know whoever mm. can see me going out can actually verify it the reason for this 15 minute wait is that so that they could observe you and you know if you have any adverse reactions then they can immediately provide medical assistance because this is in a hospital right it's difficult yeah. if like you collapsed or something while on in the way subway. home <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible yeah you got vaccinated with covid but you got hit by a bus <laughs> that would be terrible oh, yeah, so don't do terrible. that okay so you yeah. waited 15 minutes and in, in that room was it like you're seated was there a bed that you can lie down or what, what type of room was it and there's no bed but there okay. are seats as well mm. and then there was a poster in the room that said please inform center staff immediately if you have any of the following symptoms after receiving mm-hmm. vaccination dizziness or fainting so we just mm-hmm. mentioned right? <laughs> you fainted <laughs> in the bus or in the middle of the road right then yeah, no mm-hmm. so swelling of the face throat tongue mouth skin rash vomiting difficulty in breathing wheezing or noisy breathing fast heartbeat Nausea, abdominal pain, or diarrhea. So the two things that are hard to detect would be swelling in the face. Was there a mirror? Did, did you keep pressing your face? No, I, I don't know. There was no mirror, actually. Maybe you should use your phone or something. Or you feel like, oh my god, my face feels puffy or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're, you're right. Everybody has a phone right now. And the second one is... Unless you have a heart monitor or an Apple Watch, the beats per minute. You know how, for example, you are told about something that maybe don't have it, but then you get nervous just because you might have it. Hmm. So I was suddenly paranoid. Do I have a fast heartbeat? Wait a minute. (laughs) Does this feel fast? Whatever. So yes, I do have an Apple Watch. And then I figured out that you could actually um, set it to notify you if you have irregular heartbeat. So I did it Mm -hmm. then and there. Well, it didn't happen during that time anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know what is the normal, what is a normal heartbeat? It depends. If it's resting, I think it should mm-hmm. be below 100 or below 90 even. Mm-hmm. But if you're exercising or if you're walking, it depends on how healthy you are or how fit mm-hmm. you are. They say the more fit you are, the lower your resting heart rate. Gotcha. Okay. So I also didn't know that. I was just Googling. So that is this high? Is this low? Whatever, you know? <laughs> and then I was comparing to previous weeks, that sort of thing on the app. Mm-hmm. And then um, it seemed pretty okay. So I was just mm-hmm. worrying. So yeah, so after 15 minutes, then I, I stood up because there were no side effects. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so I went home to work from home. That's awesome. So all in all, how long did it take? It was... Very fast because um mm. actually I don't really remember what time I arrived there, right? But it was definitely shortly before ten. And I was mm. done at ten oh six. Wow. <laughs> so it's actually fast. They're <laughs> very efficient. Quick. <laughs> 
that that person who asked you if there were snacks, if that person did not ask you that question, that would have been 10.05. Probably. So, yeah, yeah, it's his fault that it became 10.06. <laughs> what did you do afterwards to celebrate? Did you order Jollibee? I ordered Starbucks. It was just across the <laughs> hospital. Okay. And I really love their, uh, what do you call this, bagel with cream cheese. That's my favorite breakfast. Sounds delicious. Yeah, and I also had coffee. The next question is obviously everybody's question, right? Side effects. Yes. Um, I didn't experience side effects immediately. I was fine the entire morning. But then I started feeling sleepy around lunch. I don't know if that's just normal sleepiness <laughs> or what. <laughs> but you had coffee, so... Maybe it was y- a side effect. Sleepy, yeah, yeah, because a lot of friends who took the vaccine said that they were sleepy. So I mm. think that is one side effect, really. So I took a nap. Because I was working from home. I also noticed that my arm had started to become sore. And, you know, so that's actually why I recommend getting the shot on your non-dominant arm. Because otherwise, Mm. it's a bit hard. And actually, it becomes more sore the next day. Like, you can hardly lift it sometimes. Or if I lift it, I get startled. Like, ah! (laughs) No, so it's not just the the spot where you got injected, Mm. but it's the actual, the whole arm. It's the whole arm. And for some reason, even my wrist hurt. I don't know. That was just for the first shot. I don't know why. Maybe it's Mm. just me. But one of my friends just recently took it this week. She also mentioned that she couldn't (laughs) lift her arm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So that's something to watch out for. Your wrist and your arm. So Mm -hmm. how did you manage typing on a keyboard? (laughs) No, it's fine, right? You can rest your arm. Ah, Because the arm is just the upper arm and the wrist. But this part between the wrist and the elbow. So that part Mm. is okay, weirdly. But so it's okay. It's just that you cannot move your upper arm without hurting. Gotcha. Were were there anything not allowed for you to do? Like after vaccination? Like, of course, strenuous activities is discouraged, I I suppose. They told me to drink a lot of water and I think to avoid alcohol. I don't remember if they said it or I read it, actually, because like there are too many things going on. I specifically remember them saying to drink a lot of water. Mm. So it's basically that you would get probably feel dehydrated. That's why you're supposed to avoid those things and probably should also have told to avoid caffeine. Mm. I don't know, because like I drank coffee immediately after. Right after. That is not a good idea, probably. And that is why when I took a nap, even though mm. I was sleepy with despite the coffee, um, I woke up, there was this um, notification on my phone mm. from my Apple Watch. It said, your heart rate rose above 120 BPM while you seem to be inactive for 10 minutes. Ooh. So it was a high heart rate notification. So I think that's a symptom. Mm. I don't know. It could be because of the vaccine plus the, the caffeine or whatever. But my friend said her husband and her father who took the Sinovac vaccine, they also experienced a high heart rate. So I think it really depends on the people. So you have a sore arm, sleepy, and now irregular heartbeat while sleeping. If you are resting, right, it should not mm. be above 100. Gotcha. And also, I was very thirsty. Maybe that's (laughs) why they tell you to drink a lot. Mm. (laughs) So I was super Mm. duper thirsty. And I said, that's strange. But I think that's still okay because some people said when I posted about this on Instagram, I said, it's weird because I feel thirsty. And then somebody and not just one person commented that, well, I was hungry. Okay, so this, I don't know which is worse, but, but yeah, you, you need to satisfy your stomach, both hydration and 
consumption of food. Yes, yeah, so just, you know, be prepared. Maybe just stash a lot of food and water. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's not really, a, you know, for you, not really a serious side effect, right? It seems like. I, I, I had actually a bit of a, you know, when you have fever, mm. you have that heavy feeling in your head. Like there's like a bit of a headache. Like a migraine? Not migraine because migraine is just one side of the head and it's very uh-huh. piercing, right? This one is not. Mm-hmm. It's just all over the head and it's dull, pain, not very acute kind of pain. Is it the front part? Yeah, yeah. Head? It's like there's like some there's like a heavy thing all over your front part of your head. You know what I mean? When you have fever, don't you mm. feel that way? So I felt no. that, but I didn't have fever. I feel something like that when when my sinuses are clogged. My my head is heavy. Yeah. Uh, this 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 part is sore. And this part is sore as well. I am saying this part and this part and our listeners. And they're like, what this part? part what is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, listeners, we are saying that the, this part is actually the, the entire front Forehead. part of the head. Yes. Yeah. So Forehead. somewhere there, you know, the part where Ray doesn't have hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that portion. <laughs> so it's kind of like a lightheadedness maybe, a bit of a headache, something like that. Mm, lightheadedness is like when you're dizzy or... So it's different, right? So it's the opposite. So you're heavy-headed. <laughs> you have a point. It's heavy-headed. So it's not so terrible. Like, you know, mm. if you really want to, you could still work or you could still function, basically. But if you could take a sick leave, then go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and don't make important decisions while you have that feeling. Yes. Like, don't immediately buy a brand new car or don't mortgage your house. <laughs> don't car. make life-altering decisions while you have that because you, uh, you might make the wrong decision. Yeah, you, you probably be a bit grumpy during that time as well. So don't mm. schedule important meetings maybe <laughs> during that mm. time. Yes. Or maybe don't schedule uh, what they call this appraisal session with one of your subordinates on that day because you might mm. end up like <laughs> scolding him. You are terrible. You're fired. Like yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. Like, <laughs> you you better have nothing important scheduled mm-hmm. maybe a week or two after your scheduled vaccination. I don't think it's the whole week. Okay. A few days? On the day and the day after. Ah, okay. So two days. Gotcha. And the sore arm, by the way, is for two days. So don't also schedule gym sessions or... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. On those two days. Don't move houses. Yes. On those two days. <laughs> so my friend said actually for her, it, uh, yeah, it was three days for her. She was on Sinovac. So again, maybe it depends on the person. It's different person to person. How how many days did you wait for your second vaccination? On the day that you schedule your first vaccination, right? They actually mm. give you an option to book your second one already, which is Ooh, after okay. 21 days minimum. Minimum, okay. For me, it was April 16, yes. And then they gave me the option to book it as early. No, actually, they scheduled it for me because they were scheduled for me, right? So they were scheduled mm. it to May 6 was the second mm. one. But I had something at work on that day. I had a corporate photo shoot. I didn't want to show up to the corporate photo shoot looking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what if I had a fever or something? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, something that makeup won't be able to hide. Exactly. So yeah. I rescheduled the May 6th one to May 7th. So mm. you do have an option to reschedule. And that was like 22 days, I suppose, after the second one. And, and now I'm excited to know on your second vaccination, was there somebody, you know, your classmate from your first vaccination who also scheduled <laughs> the same day? 
Like oh. maybe the uncle who mm-hmm. asked if there's a free snack. <laughs> No, they, no, no, the guy wasn't there. I didn't notice him. Um, probably because they were scheduled to May six, <laughs> and ah, I had already. Yeah. You didn't take you that. You rescheduled right? it, yeah. So you missed your classmate. Probably because this time around, I think there were more locals. I don't mm. also know if and the and the question is, I don't actually know if per batch is it are we all taking the second one or is it a mixture of first and second one? I don't know. I didn't ask them. So. Mm would have been but it's pretty much the same situation as the first one like mm. I, it was also 10 a.m so i showed up same thing and then when i same person explaining things any questions and nobody had questions this time because the guy wasn't there <laughs> 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 or maybe they were, we were all second batch people that's why there was mm. no more questions right and it's mm. the same thing the injection the 15 minute wait and all these things. Really? Yeah. Even the needle, it's the same? Like, it's not a bigger one? <laughs> it's not. Why would you think it's a bigger one? No, I, I, I'm just curious as to how, how would they, I don't know. So, it, it looks and feels the same then. It's like getting yeah. the same stuff in two batches. I think so. Yeah, mm. I don't think it's a different one, really. I think it's the same one. It's just your body's reaction, right? Like, it's just a booster, but I don't know. I I could be wrong. But probably it's the same one. Is it? Maybe not. But but if the injection. Looks Why the don't same, we take yeah. a look? We could quickly Google this. Is the second shot the same as the first? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say. So I actually do not know. Yeah, it says here that basically the first dose of the vaccine starts the process of building up protection. Mm-hmm. The second dose works to greatly reinforce this protection. So second dose of the same thing. Maybe? Yeah, probably. I mean, mm. listeners, if you know better, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I think it's probably the same. That's why uh, that's why it's important, though, that it needs to be the same. Like you cannot take Sinovac the, for the first shot and then Pfizer for the Pfizer second. Pfizer for the second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they work differently. They're both COVID vaccine, but they have different components, right? Like mm. uh, I think Sinovac is the same as um. A typical vaccine, right? Like there's a there's a virus inside the vaccine that is dead mm. or not live anyway. So mm. the whereas the Pfizer one is different. It's uh, based on mRNA technology, which mm. basically there's no actual virus inside the vaccine. What it does is it just uh, it injects something i can't remember what something uh it's like in, sending signals to your body to create a certain type of you know protection it's like programming oh I like yeah that. yeah like exactly <laughs> so it's like coding your body to hmm. to react uh it's telling your body or how to fight it's like you know in the matrix where in hmm. keanu's character is given like a kung fu software ah, and then yes. suddenly he knows how to yeah do so kung a code fu. is uploaded to his head and then all of a sudden he knows <laughs> yes. he masters the technique of kung fu i i like that are they thinking of creating an mrna for say a specific skill set say accounting <laughs> <laughs> i think we are so far from that if that's even a possibility but Yes, so I think that's the difference between MR this mRNA vaccine, which is what is being used by Pfizer BioNTech, compared to yeah. the uh, Sinovac. Um, they actually, yeah. oh, by the, I forgot to mention that 
um, while you are sitting for 15 minutes in that room, there is also a television set there where they where they explain these things. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Mm. So there's like a video, some doctors who are explaining about these things and also like, you know, what are the possible um, side effects and what to do and all these things. mRNA sounds really cool. It really sounds like Matrix. So it's like the blue pill or the red pill. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> Yeah, I think a friend of mine went. How did he describe it? Let me just find it, okay? Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I haven't really vetted what he said. But uh, my friend is actually in Canada. So, mm-hmm. he's saying that, you know, it's it's so bad in Canada. They're, they have a lack of vaccines. Mm-hmm. And then he's saying that he can't even get the AstraZeneca one yet. I think that's the one that they have there. Mm-hmm. And then I was saying, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're talking about the U.S. people, I think, who, the ones who are rejecting the vaccines that they do have. And, you know, I was saying they don't know how lucky they are to have access to vaccines, right? And he's saying, yes, it's a pinnacle of 10,000 years of human advancement. mRNA, it's genetic engineering. There's not even a virus in the vaccine. Unlike Johnson, AstraZeneca, and Sinovac, all has virus in it. (laughs) So it is, it does sound revolutionary because if if it can give us protection against COVID, imagine the countless viruses and diseases that we have, right? So maybe there, there is very big potential for mRNA. That's true. But I think that's also part of the reason why some people are afraid of it, because people are <laughs> just like to be afraid of things that uh, they feel are not well tested or something, right? Like they yeah. like to crack jokes about zombie or whatever. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. that's... that's... Terrible. That's extreme extrapolation. Yeah, yeah. How about side effects? Were there and were there similar side effects that you had from your first dose? Because I read that usually the worst symptoms happen on your second shot. So I was like afraid. Mm. I was taking the vaccine on a Friday, and you know I had meetings that day, and so I like I really stressed to my to my bosses like I am taking the vaccine on that day, so regard it depends on how I react, you know. Like <laughs> mm. I, I yeah. will not be able, I might not be able to take this meeting, that sort of thing. And they were all very understanding. They they knew that's the news, right? So I said, oh yeah, that's fine. You don't need to attend. So. Mm. I was geared up for that. I was thinking I might get fever because that's what the news are, is saying. But mm. surprisingly, I didn't. I mean, mm. actually, my symptoms were a lot less than the first time around. So maybe my immune system works differently. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe mm. I have no idea. So this time around, there was still that heavy-headedness thing. Still the sore arm. The sleepiness, I would say. But... Mm. It's like a lot less. And the and the thirst was, I don't recall being that thirsty anymore. So maybe because I also was hydrating, I also had avoided coffee. I still ate the bagel because the Starbucks <laughs> is still there. <laughs> but this time I made sure to drink like a cold drink. I think it was some kind of, I don't know, I can't remember what it was, but it was a cold non-coffee drink. So maybe just do that. If you're going to take the vaccine, try to avoid caffeine and alcohol, anything that could um, dehydrate you. Mm. Just drink a lot of water, drink a lot of liquids. That's that's awesome. Now, after your second dose, mm-hmm. was there like an awarding ceremony? <laughs> you went up to the stage. Congratulations are in order. No. You, you're receiving a diploma. <laughs> no, no, of course. 
<laughs> ah, that would be very funny. No, but I did get not a diploma, but I did get a certificate. Well, the mm-hmm. well, our listeners cannot see this because here we go again. We would like <laughs> make the mistake of <laughs> this and this, and then they what's this and this? Okay, I'm showing Ray. Can you actually see it? Yeah, I can see it. It's a uh, it's like a form A4 size paper. And there are two QR codes, one on the top right and one on the bottom left. I think if they can scan it for mm. to check the validity or authenticity. But it's not very portable. I would have thought it's like a card or an ID that you can show to people that... No, but at the bottom, there's like actually mm. a scissors. Um, what do you call this? I don't know if you can ah, see cut it. this. Cut yeah, here. so I think I can okay. cut the bottom part. So the bottom part mm. has like COVID-19 vaccination record my name, mm. and then my Hong Kong identity card number, and then it says the vaccination name. First dose is what date. Second dose is what date. Mm. And then it says, um, keep this record properly. I'm not <laughs> sure what that means. But I read, though, that they are trying to find a way, because this is all tied to our Hong Kong ID. So I think they're trying to build some kind of, I don't know if it's an app or a database that stores all the valid records of those with the vaccines, probably. I see. So right now, Hong Kong is trying to roll out these new measures. Like, for example, right now, I think you could only eat at a restaurant like in four, in groups of four. And then mm-hmm. I think it's only until 10 p.m. But then after you get vaccinated, and I think if the workers in the restaurant are vaccinated. I'm not entirely sure about the rules. It's very confusing and everyone is really confused right now. So that means they will lift some measures for those people who are vaccinated. Mm. And I think they are trying to find a way to have like just a simple app. They're probably finding a way to do that so that they could check, right? Like if you're vaccinated and then you can stay beyond 10 p.m. or whatever. That sounds promising. I mean, dining privileges, first step, maybe beyond that will be travel. Yeah, because... Hong Kong has been trying to get a travel bubble with Singapore going since last year. And people are joking about how this travel bubble is cursed. Because, you know, every time they announce it, okay, this will happen. Something happens that will prevent it from happening. Like, I think the very first time they were very confident to announce this, right? I I even booked a ticket to Singapore because this was around Christmas time. And at Mm. the time, I didn't have any friends yet. Mm. So I was thinking, okay, maybe I can spend Christmas in Singapore because at least I have friends there. And then there was suddenly a huge uptick in cases in Hong Kong. So Mm. they couldn't push through. And then there was another second instance. Again, they announced it and then something happened. I forgot what. And the latest one was just a few weeks ago. Again, (laughs) they say, (laughs) can you just stop announcing it every time you announce it? Maybe people are still not booking their airline tickets online and so they queue to <laughs> to a travel agency and they contract the virus and so there's a spike in <laughs> Oh gosh, it's a cursed travel bubble. So my friends and I are joking like, Oh, at this rate, by the time we see each other again, your kid is a teenager or something like that. <laughs> and his kid is a baby. Like his kid was born last year, so <laughs> <laughs> so you have that paper as a proof. Are, are you planning to laminate that? I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah, what should I do? Do you think I should laminate this? Uh, first of all, f- uh, get a photocopy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a that's true. Copy and then, <laughs> and then yeah. laminate the photocopy one. 
probably mm-hmm. right uh, scan it at least have it in my email or in my phone somewhere mm-hmm. because right now I, I haven't done it because I don't even know what is the use of this who am I supposed to be showing this to the restaurants <laughs> yes but I mean I don't think you know it's still a bit confusing right now so I haven't really mm-hmm. thought about it fully in the future that will be your passport to travel outside of Hong Kong that sounds exciting. Probably. Let's see. I mean, they're supposedly, aside from the Singapore travel bubble, I read that they are trying to also get travel bubbles with other countries that are safe, like um, mm. Australia, New Zealand, mm. who knows, maybe Macau. Oh, even Macau? You can travel to Macau? Yeah, like, you, you still, close. yeah. And here, it's, it's not just two weeks, it's 21 days quarantine. Mm. Yeah, I'm happier that I got the vaccine because, like, mm. there are new variants now, right? Mm. I think I just read an article saying, I don't know about other vaccines, but this vaccine I took, they said that there is no evidence saying that this vaccine will not be effective against the new variant, mm. which is the more contagious one, the one that is currently running rampant through India and the Philippines. So yeah. that actually, there was a case that slipped over here in Hong Kong, maybe one or two and i think it's two and both cases came from the philippines and the scary part was we already have a 21 day quarantine but even after that they still had the virus very recently i think it was two weeks ago my teammate i was wondering like okay it's late and she's usually very early why is she not yet online and i asked our boss um i'm wondering what happened to her because you know she wasn't online And my boss said that actually they got locked down. So what happened was their building, they found a COVID case with the mutated variant. Mm. And just as a precaution, right? Because it's a lot more contagious than the usual one. Mm. Everyone in that building, 1,600 people, they were all not just staying in their building, right? They were brought to a different location so that they could uh, be quarantined there. What? Wow. And that location didn't have any, doesn't have any Wi-Fi. So that was oh. why my teammate was not online. My boss is saying, it's like a prison. I <laughs> like, what do you mean? Kind of in a way, because you cannot leave for 21 days. And the place that they are quarantined is it's kind of probably like a motel. Mm. My boss is saying that there's like just two single beds, I think, inside the room. And then, gotcha. well, there's at least aircon because it's very hot right now. It's summer. But there's no TV and no Wi-Fi. And I'm not sure if there's any other furniture. I think it's just the bed. So it's like, what are you going to do there for 21 days, right? Like, it's very difficult. And I remember when mm. I was quarantined, when I arrived here, I was already in a four-star hotel. Mm. I mean, I couldn't leave my room. But at least it was a hotel. Mm. Okay, there was no microwave and all that, so I also couldn't cook and stuff. But at least I had like a big bed, comfortable mm. sheets. And the best part, you have Wi-Fi. And also, I could order food if I wanted to. Like mm. they just brought it outside my door. But for them also, they couldn't even order food. Like the government provides their food for them. Wow. Yeah, it, it really does sound like a prison. Yes. <laughs> so I feel really bad for my teammate. But that's a lot of people though. You, you mentioned 1,600? Yeah, that's so many but I'm so impressed how quickly they enacted and at least they have the facility yeah. to, to house 1,600 people for quarantine. I, I can just imagine if that ever happens in the Philippines. I don't think we, we have the infrastructure to, to even consider doing that. You're right. 
uh, I think at least you know we you have we have that in place. Of course, the people who experience that are well are not happy about it, but the government was actually trying to prevent it from spreading, right? Like I think as of today, three days that we don't have any locally transmitted cases. Mm, that's good. So that means it worked, right? Because if mm. they hadn't done that, who knows? It might have spread everywhere. And again, the bubble, the travel bubble will be. <laughs> Postponed. No, but the travel bubble was still postponed because it's Singapore had an issue. Ah, okay. Again, with the more contagious variant, uh, I don't know the specifics, but you know it slipped and there were like a lot of cases somewhere. Mm-hmm. So because of that, they have to go back to um, phase two because I think they already allowed eight people, but now it's back to five. And mm-hmm. then her friend Gemma was saying, "Oh no, so Mabel has to have less guests." At her birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tough. Who will get slashed? <laughs> and who will remain as a guest? Yeah. That's how friendships end. Yeah, I don't know how it was resolved. Maybe you should ask me, <laughs> It seems like, you know, there is that sad news that there is a, a mutating strain or a variant of the virus, but at least we have vaccinations already in place to at least help prevent the spread. I would say to defang the, the virus and, you know, on its onslaught on to everyone, you know, people getting locked down, people not being able to do whatever it is that we want, travel and all that. What do you think will be your message to people who are on the fence taking or not taking the vaccine? I mean, I understand that there are people who are afraid, right? Like, I actually have mm. friends who also are afraid. But the good thing is that some of them, I've noticed, has slowly... Now they're saying that they are going to take it. So maybe it helps if you actually show people that you have taken the vaccine. That is why mm. I made sure to post about it on Instagram and Facebook so that people who are on the fence... You know, I know someone who took the vaccine and, you know, I trust her. So maybe uh, I could probably follow her step or maybe they have FOMO or something. Who knows? But anyway, (laughs) try to influence them, I suppose, in in a good way. For me personally, the reason why I'm taking this vaccine is, well, I'm not going to pretend to be some altruistic person. And that's my first reason, right? My first reason is obviously for myself, honestly, because I don't want to get the virus. I'm very lousy against flu. Mm. Like, I think I've caught the flu like two or three times. Every time I went to a colder place for travel, I would catch that damn flu, (laughs) (laughs) In Sydney, I was bedridden for three days. I do not want that kind of reaction. So I know that if I get COVID, I will probably get it bad. So I'm, mm. I just don't want that, obviously. And it, it's not just death that you're afraid of, right? Because a lot of people are going to say, well, it's not like everybody dies from COVID. But there's a lot of other things that could happen. You could get mm. long COVID symptoms. You could get like really damaged lungs. Mm. A friend who is very healthy. Like I've traveled with the same friend to all those places. I always got sick. He never got sick. But he was like really badly uh, impacted by the virus. Like he was hospitalized for three weeks and he was really Mm. badly impacted. So if it impacts someone like him, then how would it impact me, right? Mm. I would probably be a lot worse. So I just don't want that. Obviously, that's the first thing. The second thing is um, uh, herd immunity because we need 80% of the people or more to be immune to the virus before we can achieve herd immunity. So what does that mean? That means that, you know, uh, the herd or majority of the herd is is immune, right? Mm. There would be less of the virus to go around. 
right? Mm. So the hosts that they could uh, impact are just 20%, right? So that's mm. less virus to go around. And eventually, if they have no more hosts to go around, then, then they will just die off. And that's actually how other viruses in the past have died, died off, like, for example, polio. So that's the only way. Unfortunately, you cannot just expect that this will go away. That You know, it's been over a year, guys. That is not happening. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah, the only way this will die is really through vaccination. And that is why we need to step up. We need to do our social responsibility, right? So mm. it is our social responsibility to step up and to get vaccinated despite our fears. Because um, for me personally, I do not want to like, you know, 10 years from now or something to look back and be ashamed of myself. Because, you know, I'm one of those people who didn't step up. You know, it's kind mm. of like those people, they say like, you know, uh, oh, if I had been alive during that time, I, I would have gone to war, that kind of situation. Of course, this is a lot less than war, but it's kind of like that, right? Mm. If you think to yourself, am I that person who is going to do the right thing? Now is the time to do that, I would mm. think. Yeah, I agree. And I'll do the same. Like, if the vaccination is available in Japan, I would, I would take it in a heartbeat. And it's just unfortunate that countries have different levels of availability. Like, for Hong Kong, you obviously had it already, and it's widely available. For some countries like Philippines and Japan, it's, it's really rare and scarce to have vaccination. So if you have it available wherever you are, I, I would suggest an advice to take it as well of course we've taking into precaution everything that was discussed here you know consider what allergies you have what prior illnesses and what medications you're on if everything is a green light then yeah please do so yeah and then you know don't believe everything you see on facebook i would say <laughs> because uh, i think they call it whatsapp also on whatsapp i think because they, they call it don't believe everything taught in whatsapp university i think that's what's <laughs> going around what is whatsapp university what is because that? it's things that you learn from whatsapp i think in india there's a lot of these things going around and that's why a lot of people in india are not vaccinated apparently because they are you know giving in to these things they see on whatsapp <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't follow. Is WhatsApp now becoming like a social media like Facebook? No, you just forward messages, right? Oh, oh forward messages. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like chain mail, you know? <laughs> chain mail, chain text. Yes. I remember those days. Unlimited text days. <laughs> you, you have those pre... What's that? Saved messages that you want to forward someday. Or... Send this to 10 people and receive a blessing, something like that. After. Yeah, if you don't forward this, you will die. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. Those were fun times, but those are not this time. <laughs> this is serious stuff, so please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's it. I think it's very long already, so how do we oh, have yeah, this? It's already an hour. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's it, it. bye. Thank you. That's it, bye. <laughs> I, okay. We we have we have a COVID episode, right? So if you find this interesting, we interviewed a COVID patient. I think it was in our episode two. Yes. Like very early episodes, yeah, where we interviewed a person who actually had the COVID virus and his experience whilst he was hospitalized, and eventually how much he paid the hospital. Yeah. So if you are afraid of getting the vaccine, just be more afraid. <laughs> Of the of almost the 1 million peso bill that he got, right? Okay, <laughs> okay you already divulged the, the surprise. Okay, I'm it's sorry. 1 million. 
<laughs> no, because that is the interesting thing that they need to, you know, like, it's like teaser that will make them want to listen to the episode, maybe. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so please consider listening to episode two. And that's it. That's it. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.